Hey, I'm Amy. And I'm Anita. And, and we're, we're sisters. sisters. For the next 15 minutes, we promise four things. Wisdom, real life experiences, some of what not to do, and lots of laughs. We aren't experts and we can't write a prescription, but we've lived a whole lot of life. Together, we've been married a combined total of 46 years to our spouses, raised four amazing young men, and one feisty girl. Help! We love podcasts, but we couldn't find one for our season of life, so we decided to start one. You are listening to the Hot Flash Podcast. Welcome, Hot Flashers. We are so excited to have you guys. So excited to have you, and I hope that the birds are singing and Maybe the sky is blue and the sun is shining. It's a beautiful day, but we're excited because we have a guest today. I know. I'm super excited about this, actually. She's awesome. And um, Chris, the Hollander. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, awesome. I'm so excited to be here. We are so excited to have you. Yes. Um, we know, I know Chris because I actually work with her um, in her within her business, and also we are both Faster Way coaches. Yes. Um, so I'm a Faster Way client. Amy is a Faster Way client. Yes. Um, so, Chris, we like to do what we call our little hot flash intro. So do you want to tell us like a something about yourself, just a little bit about yourself? Okay. Um, well, I am 52 years old. I'm in menopause, actually, and total introvert. I am a function. <laughs> so, but I've come out of my box. Yes, my box. you have. <laughs> um, I'm a functional health coach, and I also have been a group fitness instructor for 25 years. So back when step class was, like, popular, that's really dating me. And, um... So, yeah, my parents are deaf, so I grew up in a deaf home, and I'm just trying to tell you some unique things about me. But I love anything health, fitness, outdoors, hiking. Love it. Yes. That is so – I did not realize that your parents were deaf, and you grew up in a deaf home. I don't think that I'd ever um, heard that with your – so that's so interesting. So are you um, – fluent? Is it fluent of in course. sign language? Like. Well, my mother did uh, read lips, so I, okay. I'm not as fluent as I should be, but I can communicate with any deaf person, no wow. problem, and understand them really well. That is, yeah, so that is, that, it was interesting. It kind of shaped my personality in that I had to do a lot of things for my parents growing up. So my personality is like, put a problem in front of me, and I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> Which wow. probably so, was why you were an engineer prior to becoming exactly. a a functional health yeah. coach. Yeah. And, and I didn't mention that, but yeah, that's why I think I love engineering. It's just like problem solving and, and being a functional health coach too. You, you're really problem solving as well because everyone is so different and bio individual. And, you know, somebody may have been diagnosed with like just say thyroid disease or whatever. And, but they got there in a different way, you know, right. so it's just a puzzle piece. And I love that. I love problem solving. So that is a a great place to start because one of the things that we were talking about is what a lot of people may not know what a functional health coach is. I actually didn't even use those two words together, functional health, prior to becoming a Faster Way client. And then it made so much sense because they do so many exercises around your functional health. So would you yeah. tell our audience and just explain to them what a functional health coach is? Yeah. So 
I'm going to back up a little bit. So I went to um, the Institute, Institute for Integrative Nutrition and became a health coach. And okay. I started seeing clients. And shortly after that, I realized, well, their diet, we fixed that. They're exercising. Unless they're lying to me, like we weren't really seeing weight loss results or they weren't feeling better. And I realized, man, there's something deeper going on. So I went to study functional nutrition. And what it does, it looks at the whole body as a whole, like we look at all the body systems, we look at their digestion, how's their digestion, we look at their, their hormones, we look at all the aspects together as a whole person. And that's what functional medicine doctors do, you know, in conventional, you know, conventional doctors, they're specialized, you know, you go to okay. the heart doctor for your heart, you go to, you know, the gastroenterologist for digestive issues, but a functional doctor looks at all the systems together because they affect, affect each other. So that's kind of what I do nutrition wise. Like I'm not just, you know, if their iron's low, for example, I'm not just going to say eat iron rich foods or give them a supplement. I'm going to be like, Hey, why is your iron low? Well, right. maybe it's because you're not breaking down the food. You're eating a lot of iron rich foods with, you know, spinach or whatever, but maybe you have low stomach acid and it's not breaking it down and getting into your body. So we dive a little deeper into knowing like what is the root issue. And usually it's not just one root. There's many roots to why someone's having problems. So instead of like if someone has a headache, for example, instead of saying, okay, we'll give you ibuprofen. That's just treating the symptom where I would dig a little deeper. So why are you getting a headache? Are you hydrating? Are you eating foods that you're, is causing you inflammation? You know, are you sensitive to some foods? And just digging a little deeper, trying to figure out why they're getting the headache. And even in some of the, uh, in some of the natural worlds, you can say you take peppermint for headaches and essential oils. Right. I'm still going deeper. I'm like, why are you getting the headache? Like, let's get to solving the root issue of what's going on in your body. That's so, I mean, that is so important because so, so many times people um, just want to feel better. So they don't realize the that the, yeah, they want to treat, they're okay with treating the symptom because mm -hmm. they don't understand that there's a root problem underneath that. Um, yeah. So why is functional health important as women in midlife, which is um, the majority of our audience, which is another reason we <laughs> wanted to have you on? Well, for that exact reason, like in midlife, um, you know, especially after the age of 40, we we have declining hormones. Like we're losing estrogen, we're losing progesterone, and a lot of women are going to the doctors. All of a sudden they have anxiety, they're putting on anxiety meds, or they are, you know, all of a sudden losing muscle mass or their energy is down. And so um, we can dive a little deeper into teaching women like this is what I do is I love this I teach women like what's going on in your body and then what we can do to kind of combat this loss of hormones that are going on in our bodies and maybe you don't need to get on anxiety meds this, that's one that's one of the number one things that midlife women they if you have never dealt with anxiety and all of a sudden you're feeling like it's ramping up in midlife get your hormones checked because a lot of times it's because of low estrogen. And so, um, but doctors won't, you know, automatically check that. They think you want anxiety meds because that's, they have 10 minutes with you or seven right, minutes right? and they can write a prescription and then they're treating the symptom where the root might be, 
well, you have low estrogen or maybe your hormones are unbalanced or you have too much stress going on in your life. So um, midlife women are, I think are very, we're not taught. Like I had to, when I turned 50, I was like, okay, I was that late perimenopause. I was still cycling, but it was sporadic. And I didn't even know like what to expect. So I did, took all these classes studying what's going on for menopausal, perimenopausal women and what we can do to combat it. And the information is not really there. And you think about it, um, we need to be, or ideally, you know, in midlife, we could be learning about what's going on in our body. You think about when you're pregnant, like, I don't know if you guys read that book. What oh, to yes. What to expect. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because we had no clue what was going on in our body right. like, when we're pregnant. And every week I remember reading, okay, this is what's happening. Yeah. Yes. baby's growing. But so we need kind of a manual for midlife because it really is, it's like reverse puberty. And it's not talked about. Like my mom didn't teach me because she didn't know. And so I feel like we, we can do things strategically in this stage of life to optimize how we feel and our health um, because of our declining hormones. But, and, and so women do not know that we can, we need to change what we did from our twenties and thirties because it's no longer working for us now as far as. Yes. That is like a light bulb moment for me when you were talking about like actually um, studying mid, like pregnancy versus now because I think you're right like we just I mean you just don't even hear about it very much especially as women in midlife like where you are you really study that I'm like having a light bulb moment over here and I can't even think (laughs) well and it reminds me of Anita and I used to our mom would say all the time when we were younger um, when she was in her 40s so we were in our you know early 20s or maybe even late teens teens, at that point and she was like you're not going to be able to do that when you get over 40 you're not going to be able to do that when you get over 40 and of course when you're young you're like I will be able to do all the things you are wrong Um, um, and now, like, I think we've both called her and been like, Mom, you were right. We can't, <laughs> we can't do that. Um, you know, and it's not just it's not just food. I mean, diet obviously is is a huge part of lifestyle. Um, and so yep. eating, eating well and eating the right things that fuel your body is very important. But it's like other stuff, too. Um, yes. Like you were talking about, you know, with the with the energy level or even um, I know I've found that my knees hurt. And so if I squat a lot or if Mm -hmm. I do something where, you know, maybe I was cleaning something that was on the floor and the next day I'm like, oh, my God. Um, Just things that really affect me very differently now than they did. So it's very true. Our moms are correct. (laughs) We are are all going to be going, you can't do that when you're over 40. Now, I will say, Chris, because I work with you and – I obviously follow you. One of the things that you do talk about is some of that is not true. Like what we're doing really affects those things. So it's not that we can't do them. It's that we have to have a better way of doing things, such as eating whole foods and eating properly, eating enough protein. Yeah. So Um, there's a bright side to that. Yeah, because there is a bright side to that. Like it's not a... Um, And you can interject here, Chris, um, anytime you want to. But it's not 
like you are not generationally cursed with Mm. the body type that your parents had. Right. That that's like a myth. Am I am I like somewhat of a myth? I would say. What do you think, Chris? I mean, you you have certain genes, but we have the power with our diet and lifestyle to turn those genes on or turn the genes off. Yes, and that's powerful. So you're not destined to get diabetes that maybe your mom had or high blood pressure. And you actually, you know, can pass on these genes to your children in a better way. So you can stop that generational um, disease. Exactly. Um, And, you know, that's so cool. And so what I say in midlife is like, let's just work smarter, not harder. And when you talk about your achy knees, I mean, we, with the loss of estrogen, we are in a inflammatory state naturally, just because of the loss of the hormones. So when I say work smarter, not harder, and so that means, you know what, we kind of need more fruits and vegetables now in this stage of life because they're anti-inflammatory. Or maybe you take some turmeric or use that in your cooking so that you can kind of combat those things that we're naturally, we're in a natural state from just because of our declining hormones. So we can definitely slow down that process we can't slow down aging we will age right but we can live healthier and better than our parents did with the right knowledge you know absolutely I love that so with that what are some tips that you like to give ladies Mm. that are within you are coaching or in your faster way group because you are a faster way coach as well and we're going to put your information out there for um, women and whoever is listening to be able to find you but what are some of your tips that you give that you feel are um you know, important to women in midlife? Okay, so I could go on forever, but (laughs) I'm going to say the number one tip is stress. Because of the loss of hormones, again, estrogen and progesterone, we love those. Those are good hormones, and we're just less stress resistant. So when we are stressed, we just have get more cortisol in our body, and then there's a whole book, if you are interested in this, it's called Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. And it talks about how stress affects your physiological body. Like, um, right now, I don't want to go, we can go down this rabbit hole, but I have a continuous glucose monitor that I'm just testing out. And when you're stressed, your body puts, you know, releases blood sugar, blood sugar in your blood, bloodstream. And so it raises your blood sugar when you're stressed, you don't have to eat anything and your body is like taking it from your storage, from your liver, from your muscles. It's like you just ate a candy bar, but you didn't. And so your body doesn't know the difference. And so I feel like that is one of the most underrated things about midlife women is we are so stressed. And we can have the perfect diet, the perfect macros, eat so much protein, do the, do the workout. But if you're in a stressed body, if you've got, if you're too busy, if you're mm-hmm. over-exercising, if you're not eating enough, we see this a lot in the faster way. I know you know that, Anita. Yeah. Um, it really takes a toll and you will not feel good and your hormones will tank and you will gain belly fat and it's just, And so dealing with stress, I think, would be my number one thing. So I love, so I always say, you know, part of, you know, nutrition, exercise is adding in 
stress relieving activity, like being intentional about that because that, and that's the first thing I work with my clients. If someone comes to me like, oh yeah, I've been diagnosed with autoimmune disease. I'm like, tell me what, I look at their history. Tell me what happened. They went through a stressful event. Mm -hmm. So they either like moved, got divorced, that stress triggered an autoimmune condition. Their immune system went crazy. Wow. So it is so much more powerful than we give it credit. And I see so many women dismiss it and say, oh, it's just stress. Everyone's stressed, right? And I was like, well, yeah. we are not going to lose. Yeah. Just sweep it under the body fat you want to get. Yeah. From it. Let me, let me ask you this too, um, Chris, because when you say add in a stress relieving activity, immediately my mind goes, okay, that's, and you said be intentional. So is that like legitimately going outside and taking a walk for 15 minutes Mm -hmm. or maybe reading a book or um, doing some deep breathing or just some meditation or, you know, whatever it is that that really feeds your soul. Is that what you mean when you say a stress? Okay. I just wanted to. Exactly. Okay. And one of my favorites is going for a walk. If you follow me on Instagram, you know, I'm like always walking. Yes. And because that like walking will, um, one thing, it's going to burn off all that blood sugar from the stress. So it's going to bring that back down. And then you're going to get, especially if you're outside, get sunshine, which is so important for sleep and vitamin D and your circadian rhythm um, and your mood and all. I mean, sunshine is just amazing. But just getting outside is one of my favorite things. And I think everyone should have that as part of their exercise regimen is, you know, strength training, you know, the hit workout walks and walks in nature is even bonus. Um, So just nothing, nothing strenuous, just kind of leisurely, you know, enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. And just slowing down, calming your mind. Like if you find you still are like worried about things while you're walking, you can even do like a gratitude walk um, and just think about all the things you're grateful for, or, you know, look at, the environment of you're walking in and just notice the colors on the trees or, you know, the cat that's sitting on the doorway or, you know, whatever, just kind of being in the present moment is I think really it's, helpful for it, that too. It's somewhat of slowing life down when you take a walk, kind of like, you yes. know, because we're so busy, everybody is busy, yep. busy, busy, busy. It's, it's like the catchphrase, but like, I love that just going outside taking in nature, taking in God's creation, and just just slowing it down. Yeah. yeah. In fact, the other day, I was at a busy week, and it was a gorgeous, sunny, 70-degree day here in Greenville. And I was like, I just, I'm just going to stop everything and go for a hike. And it was the best gift I could give myself because mm. I was just so caught up in my to-do list. And just a step away – and and that is better than any green juice or juice cleanse you can do. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it, it well, and yes. it gives you perspective. Like it changes things. Yeah. You're no longer yeah. like in the crazy. So, I love what that. is? Um, I love that. Another thing that I've learned from you because you um, it, within your group you have VIP within our we call it a VIP group, but you have people come in monthly to um, talk to your group. And one of the things that I was in on a call with um, a lady talking about stress, and she said, put, lay on the floor, 
on your mm-hmm. back and put your legs up against the wall for 10 minutes. Like that's a huge stress reliever. Um, yep. And I have maybe done that a time or two since then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do that when we finish. Amy's going to do that when we finish. Because <laughs> yeah, I was telling her, I was like, she was, we were a little bit stressed this morning. I was like, we need to be on the wall. We need to have our feet up. Um, so what is another tip that you have? I love that first tip. Yep. So dealing with the stress. Okay. So the other thing is balancing your blood sugar. And the reason it is so important, it helps with cravings. It helps with sleep. Sleep can be a big issue with declining hormones in their life and, um, and, and hormones, you know, because a lot of times your nighttime wake up are from unbalanced blood sugar. And when your blood sugar drops too low, your body's like, Hey, we got to send out cortisol to bring your blood sugar up. And cortisol mm-hmm. is your hormone that wakes you up in the morning. It's also your stress hormone. And so you wake up. So the best way to do that is to look at your plate and add a protein, a fat, and a fiber to it. And make sure it has all those three components. And with declining estrogen, which that starts to, to decline for some women after the age of 35, 40, Definitely in menopause, it's, it's flatlined. Um, and so we need more protein. So looking at your plate, adding a little bit more protein than you did when you were in 20s and 30s, and having those that blood sugar balancing meal would be my second um, my, my second tip there with stress and blood sugar. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite protein, Chris? Ooh, you know what I've been doing lately because... I'm a big fan of more protein, but, and I love animal protein and okay. it makes me feel good, yeah. but I feel like I don't want to have a big chunk of chicken all the time for right. three meals or whatever. Right. So I have been experimenting about adding in some plant-based protein and then just use, utilizing a little less animal-based protein just to get more plants in my diet and balance okay. out the acidity that animals, but I, you know, I love salmon. Yes. I eat chicken a lot because that's just a... It's an easy Well, one of the things um, um, that you do almost every day, if not every day, and I'm totally speaking for you here, Chris, so, <laughs> yeah. um, but you have a salad. You have a big old salad. It's yeah. A, you call it your big salad. I was going to say, I don't think you say big old salad. <laughs> yeah, it's I was, a big... I was digging the big... big Big-ass big salad. salad. It's a bass. Yeah. A big-ass salad. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a great way because you prep ahead of time um, and yeah. you do put it all in mason jars and literally all they all you do is just pour it on your plate. I mean, it's the best meal prep you can do because I get out like four jars and I line them up right next to each other and I put in cabbage, 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 cabbage. And I just kind of do assembly line and I fill these jars up with amazing colors of the rainbow. They're and beautiful. Protein. And like it takes like it's, instead of, you know, making one salad a day, the next day you get all the ingredients out, the cutting board out. And it just saves the time. And then yes. when it's made, you're more likely to eat it. Yes. And, and it's not going to like rot in the, you know, you've been yeah. there before where you have, you cut up the cucumber. I may have had rotten. a time or two where my spinach went bad. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had that happen. <laughs> I love it. And I bring it on, like if I'm traveling and we're staying at a house, I will make them ahead of time. And it's just the best gift. One of the best gifts I can give myself. I just dump it and it's like a five minute meal and there's no excuse because a lot of times 
you're not eating well because right. you haven't, you don't have time. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Okay. You're very right. busy. Right. You don't want to stop. So, um, it's been one of the best things I do. I try to do that every week and I never regret it. Never regret it. I love that. And it is beautiful. I like I look at your picture and I'm like, that is so pretty. Yeah. That is a beautiful salad. Um, well, I, I mean, yeah. So do you have a third tip for us? Oh, so many. Um, it depends on what the goal is, but I'm a big fan of strength training. Yes. And it's not, you know, it's great if you want to change your body and have a great body composition, but it, it's just going to be so much better. Just think of later on in life with, you know, balance issues and, um, you know, things about muscle. I've, I've been studying about like what muscle does and it actually is pretty cool because it's anti-inflammatory. Huh. And since we are in an inflammation state, it almost kind of balances that out. And I just love the feeling of being strong. Um, strength training helps with bone density. And so I don't want to deal with hip fractures or, right, you know, right. any kind of broken foot just from walking too much yeah. or whatever. You know, So it totally helps with all of that. And so I think we just lose muscle mass, you know, as we age, because two things, we're not strength training or we're not eating enough protein to maintain it. And that decline in muscle mass is one of the reasons, there's many reasons why women tend to gain weight as we age. I follow a lady, and I don't know if you follow her or not, Chris, but um, Train with Joan on Instagram. Have you ever heard of her? Oh, no. She mm-hmm. So she started her story at 65 and is like Ooh. 70 now. You need to go look her up. Everybody needs oh. to look up at Train with Joan. A shout oh. out to her. Yes. She is incredible. Oh. But she, so what I'm trying to say with this is it's never too late. Never at too whatever late. age mm-hmm. you're at, if you are 40 or if you're 75, it is right. never too late to change your body and your shape, give yourself muscle. And, and it, and, and I noticed like when I do, um, as I've progressed in faster way, like I literally, and this is kind of sad, but I couldn't even bend down to look at the bottom row of groceries before I started, you know, at the grocery store where something's on the bottom and you're like, Oh, I don't yeah. know if I can get yeah. to that. But now yeah. like I can squat down and not fall over. Cause legitimately before I would have just toppled on over. <laughs> um, I know. And I'm yeah. so thankful. So like, you know, the things that you do in strength training, um, sitting up and down, holding barbells, you know. It's very yeah. practical. It's very practical, functional yes. exercises to yeah. help you um, throughout your whole day, exactly. throughout your whole yeah, life. Yeah, so. my husband and I moved uh, some furniture around for uh, the Super Bowl, and I was able to pick up a sofa on one end, and we just moved it to the other side of the room. And Wasn't that was one thing. of the things. It wasn't. That yeah. was one of the things that ran through my mind when I did that was, wow, that was much Ooh. easier after doing strength training for uh, consistently for the last several months. Yeah. Makes a That's difference. Awesome. Well, Chris, we yeah. are so appreciative of you coming on and being our guest. You have... It was Just, so good, Chris. Yeah, you downloaded a, a massive amount of 
incredible information for women um, in midlife. And we are so thankful that you um, came on. And we are going to put your information in our show notes. Yes. If, but um, oh, go ahead. I was going to ask you, just tell people the best place to be able to find yeah. you. If they want to learn more about you, see those beautiful salads that you're making and all the yeah. things that you're doing, uh, where are you going to send them? I think the best place is Instagram. Um, okay. And if they're not, and then also have a business Facebook page. And the, so the business Facebook page is Krista Hollander Health Coaching. And the Instagram is a different name. It's Functional Health Coach Chris 2.0. Um, but you'll link all that stuff. But that's where I hang out most of the time in my stories and show how to make jars. And there's actually a graphic on exactly how to make them and what to add in the order and stuff like that till they last the week. But that's that's the best place. That's perfect. Awesome. That's perfect. And we will. We'll link all that stuff in the show notes. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you. you so much again. And um, to find us, you can go to at the HFPC on Instagram or Facebook. And we can't wait to see you guys back here again. 